Sportsnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Wednesday, March 9th, 2022, and this is episode number, I didn't look, you look, 435. Very young day. Thank you guys so much for showing up, being here. I appreciate you. Sorry for the late start. I have been doing really good getting the show kicked off within a minute or so of 2 p.m. But some things happen. Alan Denson, thank you for the 10 biddies, my friend. Some things happen that are out of your control. I had to poop. That's just all that's sorry. I mean, that's just life. Life gets in the way. Oh, thank you, Donna. Donna said she loves my shirt. Thank you. Yeah, I got this from 713 Shirts, I think, is where I got it. So, yeah. Uh, but thanks for showing up. Thanks for being here. Sorry for the late start, like I said. Uh, Lord, I apologize, uh, but I'm here and we're rolling and we've got a uh, busy, busy show today. It's a Wednesday. It's a whisker Wednesday. I barely got that in time. Kathy's slacking uh, or excuse me. Katie is slacking. Um, and but I've got that for you. And I've been trying to book a guest on Wednesdays for you guys, you guys to be here. Hey, cheers to you, Don. Thanks for showing up, man. And uh, so I've got a guest today. I promised you last week that we would do this. So he was in the chat. He's going to be here today. Aston Gene Lewis is going to join us. And we're going to be talking about Quidditch. Who the fuck is that guy? Yes, the, the sport of Quidditch, the Harry Potter fictional sport is a real sport. Aston Gene Lewis plays it. He's really good at it. He's going to join us at 315. We're going to talk about it. It's going to get weird. We're going to get crazy. It's going to be a lot of fun. By the way, I got to say thank you to Total Dallas. Uh, excuse me, D Mata for the 15 biddies when he got here. And he self-proclaimed the greatest deckhead in the history of the universe because he was here early. But I think he missed Stephen the Weather Guy being in a little early, early. So uh, sorry, you can't. And, and you can't proclaim it. You don't get to do that. So Don checking out the new... Um, uh, uh, emotes. We got two new emotes. We got the love each other emote and the hundred percent, hundred percent emote. Steven Leather Guy, thank you for the 58 biddies, my friend. What is 58? Oh, current conditions. I was like, what is 58? Current conditions at BiffNet World Headquarters, cheer 58 degrees, buddy. Thank you so much. Uh, okay, I got to tell you, before we get into this, and we have a lot to do today, like I said, we got a Whisker Wednesday, we have a guest on the show, we have sports to talk about, I've got new emotes up, and I've got a ton of new stuff that I did last night. I've got, I've moved my, I have these stream decks, here I'll show you, um, in fact, I have a new way to get to cat cam, I have these things called stream decks, where's the, 
Where is it? There it is. So you see, I have these two, these two things. Now, what these do is like you can see here. Uh, I don't know if it's going to focus or not. You see, they have words on them, and uh, I won't focus on the words yet. But one says, like this says blank. This gives a blank screen. See that? Uh, hold on, let me go back to cat cam. Uh, this is the main uh, cam. Hi. And so on, right? So I have these all programmed in. If I want to if I want to show you Jen's email, I just click on that and it'll pop Jen's email up. So I started redoing this stuff uh, for the show. Uh, and I added some things to it. For example, I added the breaking news sounder. That was a little extra, uh, but I got some new stuff added to it. I've got uh, also I've got some new sounders. I never heard of it. Yeah, I'm so excited about that. My favorite line from the movie Red Dawn. I got it added for no goddamn reason. It's just I never heard of it. That's right. Also, because I was missing um, when you guys used your channel points for shoe checks, and I missed it. I've started to add that where. I should get a notice. I should get a notice on screen uh, and audibly when you guys do like a shoe check. And I'm going to be doing that for all the channel points. So, uh, Don said it sounds like my country is. Yeah, that was in Red Dawn. I never heard of it. That was my favorite line. Well, one of them. There's a lot of good quotable lines. Uh, look. Oh, it didn't fucking make the sound. But you see over here, look. You saw the little shoe pop up? That was the little... I'm so disappointed it didn't make the sound, though. Shelby just did the shoe check, too. And that wasn't to get you guys to do it, by the way. That was just letting you know. But since you did, Shelby, uh, because I'm rocking the purple H-Town shirt, I went ahead and uh, put on the uh, the Houston Air Maxes. There's the D These are the DJ Screw uh, Air Maxes. Got them bad boys in. So there's the HOU on the side and HOU on the tongue and... H-O-U in the shoe itself. Yeah. So that's what I'm, I always, when I wear, if I wear something purple and Houston ish, these are the shoes that I'll, that I'll wear, that I'll rock. Uh, but I'm, I'm now I'm pissed that it didn't show it or didn't play the, the sounder that goes with it. God dang it. Oh, well, you, you can't win it all. Right. Thank you, Don. Ow. Fuck. Ow. All right. Okay, motherfucker. All right, here we go. Get your shot glasses out. We have a birthday. Uh, oh, Jesus. It's getting to that point again, guys, where I'm going to have to clean out the shot glass. It's getting all sludge. It looks like motor oil. Uh, everybody get out your shot glasses. Your, your, your flask. CC, I know, has a flask at work. I know it. I just know it. Uh, I think Donna has a camel pack. She keeps she keeps Chardonnay in a camel pack under her blouse, and it's got like a, she's got like a brooch. It's not really a brooch. It's uh it's a straw that comes out, and she does shots through her brooch. I just know it. Uh, but it's time to do shots. Sean said Air Max ninety fives don't look good on my feet. Well, that, I mean they don't look good on mine either. But I don't give a shit. I like them, so I wear them. Who gives a shit? But we have a birthday in the house. <laughs> Guys, raise a glass, raise a toast, raise a your hand if you're sure. Can we give it up for Kathy Denson? Kathy, happy birthday, sweetie. I hope you have a fantastic day. I 
Hope you get road head or a hand job or whatever it is you're into, which would be really awkward if Alan gave you road head. But cheers, sweetie. I love you to death. Thanks so much for being a part of this community. Happy birthday. Mm. Ah. But that fireball. Mm, that fireball's good shit, fellas and ladies. All right. Um, I just say we have a lot to get to. Where did it go? Where's my goddamn what's up to everybody listening on Podbeam? All two of you. Uh Hala Madrid or PSG. Hey, kiss my ass. Uh Eric said, I'm out today. It's Champions League time. Oh my god. Are you serious? Are you serious, Eric Resendez? You're gonna forego watching this amazing one of a kind. Con- okay, you're just I get it. Look, I get it. What's up, knock? How are you, buddy? All right, the shot's good. Happy birthday to Kathy. Ashton Jean Lewis joining me at 315 to talk Quidditch. It's going to be interesting. I have slides. Let me give you a teaser of what we're going to be looking at and talking about. All right, this is this is just uh, just one thing. Let me see. I got to find a good one that perfectly encapsulates Quidditch. Oh, this is pretty good. So this is this is kind of what it's gonna look like uh when we when we when he joins me to talk Quidditch. He'll be down there in the bottom. But see that's this is this is like Quidditch. He's dunking on that chick. He's just straight up dunking on this chick. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about all that. It's gonna be fun. My mental health is not great with this MLB drama. Todd, I get it, fam. I love baseball, but you know what? I'm actually I'm okay. Work it out. I'll still be here. I'll still watch the game. I'll still I'll still go to games and watch and figure it out. It, yeah, I, I, there is plenty to do in life. If, if if you know, is it great when there's always baseball on TV? Yeah, it's why I like baseball season the most because like lately I've been like, man, there's really nothing I want to watch. I don't want to watch the Rockets. I really can't get into basketball this year, and I don't know why. I love basketball. Can't get into it. So uh, I I tried. I was telling J-Ro that today. I can't get into it. Sean said Quidditch greater than baseball. Shut up, Sean. Don said the deal's coming soon. Hang on, Todd. Yeah, did they? Did they? I don't even know. I haven't really kept up with it. Did they cancel second week of the season? Because they said if they didn't get a deal done by the end of day yesterday, they were going to cancel week two. So did that happen? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, Dave said it's the... It's like LARPing for Harry Potter nerds. No, it's actually competitive Quidditch. Like, I've seen videos of Ashton training for this. This dude is, this is serious business, all right? So this is not just, they just out there fucking around. They're out there playing. Um, let's see. Uh, if F1 was on the same time as BOD, I would be watching that at the same time. Thank you, Dumata. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And I'm not, you're not a sellout like Eric Resendez. On the one hand, Eric Resendez doesn't want to listen to the show. On the other hand, he's over there in Podbean screaming hashtag save the bean. Well, I'm sorry, but sometimes you got to cut your losses. There's two of you over there. Two of you. I go through all this trouble for two of you. Sean, thank you for the 15 bits. I, I appreciate that very much. NC versus Liberty baseball was damn good. Okay. I don't give a shit about college baseball either. I don't I don't really 
No thanks. I'm not going to pretend. I mean, getting college baseball is like getting generic food. It's not the same. It's just not the same. Yeah, that's another way to look at it, Don. Those are two loyal fuckers over there. I agree. But there's also an audio-only version of Twitch. So, Although, I will say, shock, I was talking to him yesterday. He's like, dude, Podbean sounds amazing. Like, Podbean sounds so clear. It's like you are crystal clear on Podbean. He says it's like driving around and listening to the radio. It's great. So, Jared! Thank you for the 200 biddies, my friend. I very much appreciate you. Oh, cut it off early. I, I also have an extended applause now. It's like 31 seconds, so we won't we won't run it the whole time. But uh, Chris said, thanks, Sha. You are loyal as fuck, Eric, and I love you guys to death for it. Uh, Jared said, I've been saying that about Podbean for months. It's crazy. I didn't realize, and I guess I didn't pay attention. Uh, Jared said, I guess I'm headed over to the bean. Save the bean. <laughs> <laughs> you got reinforcements coming eric and chris hang tight buddies hang tight i knew uh uh don said i never knew there was an audio version yeah day one donna thank you for the 35 bitties sweetie i almost hit the wrong button i almost hit that i'm gonna hit that thank you sweetie very much appreciate you uh jared taylor now on the pod bean look at that shit you raggedy bitches uh, all right, so let's get to it. Twitch audio sucks. Okay. Fidel said, I'll flick the bean if it will save it for those deckheads. I'm, it's not going anywhere right now. It's just a lot of trouble for two people. I'm just, this is why I quit the Facebook thing. It was, but you got to keep experimenting. I was, I did a podcast yesterday. Uh, I forget the dude's name. I, I guess I should know it. I feel bad now. I, y'all know how bad I am with names. His name is Michael Raseel. Uh, and it was great. It was a, uh, really cool. Like he talks about sports. He's written a book on sport, the business of sports and the bean brigade. Oh, you aren't, you haven't even been over there. Shut your whore mouth. You haven't even been over there. Um, but yeah, he's got a podcast, uh, it's on Spotify and Apple. I'll be sharing it. Don't worry. Uh, in the next day or so, but it is the, for the love of sports by Michael Rossili. And uh, yeah, I did his podcast yesterday. It was cool. And uh, we talked about the sports and we talked about, and I said, you got to be trying things. I mean, I'm sure that my community's like, bro, pick something because I'm on YouTube. I'm on Twitch. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Podbean. I'm trying this. I'm trying that. But that's the whole point. You just keep trying until something works. So don't give up. Don't ever give up. Uh, Jimmy V, Barry Lavinac. And that what Michael from the office did. That you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> What's up, Walt? Thanks for being here. Uh, Don said I probably won't, but just in case I'm at work, I could throw some earbuds in. That's true. That's true. <sighs> Thanks, Flip. Thanks for Flip. Did you get a new uh, uh, avatar? Yeah. Are you sucking on your mustache? That's weird, bro. That's super weird. All right, let's get to the show. We got a lot to do. Let's get to these sports headlines. It's sports headlines for the day. Seattle has released linebacker Bobby Wagner. So the Legion of Boom is officially dead. It was the last gasp, the last, uh, the last member of the Legion of Boom. But they let him go late Tuesday. So Bobby Wagner out. He will be looking for a new gig somewhere else. And that was done as a courtesy. That wasn't done as a, uh, we don't like you anymore. That was like, hey, look, we're going to suck probably. And we're, we're you know, might be in a rebuild. So 
Go f- go be free, all right? Uh, what's up, Crystal? Also, Apple TV will be the exclusive home of baseball on Fridays. They will be airing Friday night doubleheaders exclusively on Apple TV+. Plus. I don't have Apple TV. Some of you do, and so you watch Ted Lasso and make me jealous. I've heard it's a great show, but I don't have Apple TV, so ergo, I won't be watching these these doubleheaders on, on Apple, but... Still plenty of baseball to be had, so fear not. It's not that there. Oh, man, well, maybe there won't be any Friday night baseball because it says exclusive. Excuse me. Deshaun Watson is going to appear before a grand jury on Friday. We talked a little bit about that yesterday and other places. Uh, I think this is going to be critical. I mean, I'm not think. I know this is going to be critical into what the Texans can do moving forward. They need to know. The rest of football needs to know, wants to know, must know if the grand jury is going to move to indict Deshaun Watson on the criminal charges or not. And once that occurs, then I think a lot of teams go, all right, well, it's just now it's just civil. We can fade civil. As long as there's no criminal charges, we're good. So keep that in mind. Um, there's a report out that that there is a strong belief, a strong belief that Mitchell Trubisky will sign with the Giants. And I'm not the kind of guy that says I told you so, but I Who the fuck is that guy? told you so. I last night on Sports Riot, myself, John Wesley, Mike Liebeshock, if you don't know what that is, check us out. We're on <laughs> fancy. We're on twitch.tv forward slash sports riot live. You can see us every single Tuesday, Thursday, seven o'clock. At least two of us are there. Um, but I said the Giants and the Jets will be the ones to go get Mitch Trubisky. Because there was talks of is he gonna go to Indy or Seattle or where would he go and what he might do. And I said, no. The Jets and Giants are the ones that'll go get Trubisky because that is such a Jets and Giants move. It is such a Jets and Giants thing to do. And sure enough, the Giants thinking about signing Mitch Trubisky to compete with Daniel Jones. That's what you're going to go do? Ridiculous. Uh, also, good news. Dick Vitale no longer showing any cancer in his recent scans. He let the uh, the people know that uh, from his social media platform. So congratulations to Dick Vitale on being clean and as shock would say, hashtag Dick Strong. Dick Strong, folks. Crystal said, what's baseball? God dang it. Aw, Donna, you're the sweetest. Donna said you're going to have my password. Donna, that's totally illegal. Uh, Alex Villanueva said they're going to need to double hitters all week to catch P on games. What? They're going to need double hit. Oh. Oh, my God. Alex, what the fuck, man? Are you drunk? Did the one Kathy Denson birthday shot get you hammered? Alex, what's wrong with you, bro? They're going to need double headers all week to catch up on games, which is not what this says at all. Good Lord, man. Get your shit together. But they're not going to catch up on games, Alex. The, the games that are being missed, they're not making up. They're not going to allow the players to make up these paychecks. They're just they're going to punish them. That's what they're doing. That's why they said, up oh, first two series, gone. Not going to let them make it up. Shelby said, pee on games. Yeah, well, there's that. Uh, Flip says, why the fuck is Ben Simmons returning to the bench? 
I think this is part of the return to basketball. They want him to be there, get this in the rear view flip. They want him to go ahead and get booed, get it out of your system because there's a chance we might see Philly in the playoffs. There's, you know, there's just get it over with. And it's a lot better to get booed when you're on the sidelines and have things yelled at you from Philly fans when you're not playing and you don't have to worry about it taking you out of your game as opposed to when you come back and now it's, I mean, he's still going to get booed when he comes back and plays, but you know, it's one of those things. If you listen to the, the Astros get booed, it slowly got progressively less and less. It's still there. Just not as bad. Speaking of that, that's a great segue. Thank you for that. Uh, flip you. Uh, you're a gentleman and a scholar and, um, let's talk a little bit and we'll get back to some more football. I've got some, uh, more quarterback news for you. I've got some uh, Super Bowl odds for you as well. But let's talk about booing. Let's talk about hatred. Let's talk about, and then we'll talk Philly. We're going to do some basketball talk, folks. What? Who the fuck is that guy? It's me, the basketball guy. Fan, whatever. Um, Russell Westbrook. There was an article that came out on The Athletic. And he talked about the fact that he doesn't even want to take his family to games anymore. He doesn't want to take his kids to the game anymore because the fans, the people in the stands are being so disrespectful and so mean and so ignorant that it's literally depressing and taking the fun out of it for him. And he got upset. Someone in San Antonio called him Russell Westbrick, which I just want to go on record as saying, if you change somebody's name as a, as a way to be mean, you're not a five-year-old anymore. You're an adult. I would expect a five-year-old to call Russell Westbrook, who can't shoot Russell Westbrook. Otherwise, if you're over the age of 15, stop doing that. It's not cute. It's not clever. It's corny. It's lame. It's stop. I mean, we're adults. Just say he sucks. But but I've never understood the changing of the name joke thing. It just doesn't. And maybe I'm just lame. Maybe I'm an old man. But just be like, yeah, I, well, there was a guy that used to call ESPN radio. What was his name? And he used to call when, when Russ. Oh, everybody get down. Everybody get down. Raid is coming in. Oh, shit. My guys. Thank you, Jerry Bo. Thank you, Aaron Rainbow. Thank you, uh, Dr. Dre 290 for the biddies. Thank you, Always One Team Ivan for the biddies. 315Q's Orange with the raid. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Welcome to everybody. Shout out to We Bet ATS, aka Odd Takes, aka Jerry Bow and Aaron Rabel, man. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for the raid. I appreciate you guys. Welcome. We're talking Russell Westbrook. By the way, my name is Barry Labanak. If you don't know who I am, I'm a former ESPN radio host in Houston. I spent seven years on the airwaves on ESPN radio. Had my own show called The Usual Suspects with my buddy Joe Blank. Now doing this full time. I'm a full time working stand up comedian. I travel the world. World, and uh, I'm here trying to entertain you. So welcome to the program. Hit follow. It's free. It doesn't cost you a dime. You can follow this show. When I go live, you'll be notified. And of course, I would appreciate it. Uh, Dr. Zero290 said more like 3D. What is what is 3D? 
Aggie Milkman said, good hair day today. Yeah, I went and got my hair cut, buddy. I, uh, every other Wednesday, I go to my barber, J-Row, who is the barber of the stars. Not me, you know, present company excluded. He, But he cuts hair for like Steven Silas, Deshaun Watson, DJ Reader, um, lots of lots of prominent athletes and former athletes in the city. Uh, Andre Johnson. So, so yeah. He's he does a pretty good job. He's got uh, he's got some skins in the wall, so to speak. How many subs you at now, Barry? Virginia Buttonweed. By the way, thank you for the three hundred bits, my friend. I very much appreciate that. We are at forty eight subscribers to this fine program, Virginia Buttonweed. So thank you for the three hundred bits, Dre. Thank you for the the five bits, and always one team, Ivan. Thank you for the twenty five bits as well. I very much appreciate you guys. And one more time, Jerry Bow, Aaron, Odd Takes. Thank you for the raid, man. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, you dirty. Who's dirty? Who's dirty? David Gow is the Cal McNair of ESPN 97.5. Hey, Dre! Much love on the subscribe, my friend. Mina! Holy shit, we just hit. Oh, VB, buddy. Thank you so much for the gifted subs. You guys, Virginia Button, we just gave out two gifted subs to Dr. Dre and Mina TX. Chris Mina, hey, thank you, Virginia Button. You're a gentleman and a scholar. We are now at 50 subscribers to this fine program. That's outstanding. That is amazing. Uh, okay. Good job, VB. Yes, indeed, Alan. Tell him he's a, he does a damn good job. I don't know what vote yeah means, but all right. Uh, cool, man. We hit 50. I appreciate you, VB. You're the man. By the way, Deckhead community, I'm working with Virginia Buttonweed. We're cooking up something special for uh, St. Patrick's Day. Remember last year, we did some donations to charity. We're working on that again, but it's going to be even more fun. So you're going to drink green beer, and it's going to benefit the folks of the Ukraine. And I'm working on that with Virginia Buttonweed and Jen and myself and and uh, uh, VB's uh, better half. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So stick around for that. I'm really excited about it. And I love VB. He's always down to do these, and it's really cool. So I'm super excited about it. Okay, let's get back to Russell Westbrook. So he's actually now getting death threats. Along with just people saying, hey, you suck, you can't shoot, calling him Westbrook, him getting mad about it. And that was one of the crazy things about it is he actually said he turned around to a fan that called him Westbrook and said, hey, don't disrespect my name. That's my legacy. That's for my children. Bro. That's going to happen. As much as I think it's stupid that they call you Westbrook. You just got to deal with that, okay? You just got to deal with that's part of basketball. I mean, we make fun of LeBron James's hairline and Kevin Durant's hair and you're just that's just going to happen. Now, on the flip side of that, when they start making death threats, when they start talking about your kids, when they start talking about your family, that's that's when it becomes an issue and that is a problem. And here is what uh Russell Westbrook's wife Nina Westbrook said she said, being harassed on a daily basis over basketball games and I'm having obscenities and death wishes for me and my family sent my way. And that's just too far. At, at, there's, there's a point where it becomes too much. There's a point where it's just sports. But when you start threatening somebody's wife and children... Like what, 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 it's just a basketball game, guys. It's just basketball. 
And the Lakers, Russell Westbrook isn't even the reason the Lakers suck. You need to be mad at Anthony Davis and LeBron James and Frank Vogel and the whole front office. That Lakers team, there's plenty of blame to go around. But I just, I've never understood the death threat side of sports. Like, why are you threatening an athlete with death? Why are you saying you'll kill their kids? What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? You got to be a low-life piece of shit to threaten an athlete's family. That's just It's just unbelievable to me that that would happen. Um, booty Clappers said, <laughs> nice name, Booty Clappers. Booty Clappers said, I remember when fans showed up at Matt Schaub's house. He should have uh, he should have exercised the Second Amendment, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. They went to Matt Schaub's house because he kept throwing pick sixes. I don't like, if you want to boo... If you want to say Russell West brick, as much as I think that's corny, do you, boo-boo? That's fine. Talk your shit. You pay for your ticket, talk your shit. Seriously, that's your right as a fan to boo. Now, don't get like racist or misogynistic or homophobic or anything like that. But if you want to scream, hey, West brick, you suck. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't have a problem with that. And he shouldn't either. And shame on him for turning around and saying, don't say that. Oh, shut up, Russ. This is what you sign up for, fam. This is what you sign up for. At the same time, threatening him, using racial slurs, threatening his wife, threatening his family and his children. That's way too far. Way too far. <laughs> <laughs> Flip said, but he does suck. No, I'm not. I'm not. Look, I'm not saying what they're yelling is false. I'm not saying that. By the way, my, how quickly did he fall off, by the way? Houston was the beginning of the end for him. He was, he was, is this the James Harden effect? He was never the same. Let's look at how many careers James Harden has ruined after he played with somebody. I mean, Westbrook fell off. Dwight Howard was never the same. Uh, who else? Carmelo. Um, I mean, I guess, I, I guess, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris Paul survived the James Harden curse. The Kardashians were never the same after James. I mean, I feel like James Harden is the problem. Hey, Queen B. She said, and now that he whined about it, people are going to do the most. That is true. That is true. It's going to be worse now because he said something. I can't wait until the whole arena is chanting West Brick. It's probably going to happen. Probably going to happen. Aggie Milkman said, what about double doink kicker from Chicago? What, what, what about him? What about him? What about him? What did I miss? Uh, Sean said we don't speak of that here. Okay, yeah. Westbrook about to take LOA for mental health. Uh, I mean, what's up, Game Day OJ? Hey, can we get a shout out, Matt Poche or Donna for Game Day OJ? You guys go follow her. Go follow Odd Takes. Go follow Game Day OJ. Good folks here. Uh, Don said, what'd we miss? What do you mean? Uh, so I don't, <laughs> I don't think he's taking leave of absence, but 
they might leave him on the bench. I don't know. He said, did you see the quote? I'm still trying to figure out my role. Man, your role is not to get in the way and go crazy Russ and turn the ball over and miss a bunch of jump shots. You knew it was over. You absolutely knew that Russ's career was on the downslope when the fans were imploring him not to shoot from the corner. They were like, no, no. So good. So good. And he shot and missed. So I'm here for it. Um, All right. So that's the latest on Russell Westbrook. Speaking of basketball, one more basketball thing for you. Is there going to be a new big three? Andrew Bogut says he's heard a rumor that Bradley Beal is trying to make his way to Philly to join James Harden and Joel Embiid. That that's 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 the goal for Bradley Beal. Get out of Washington, which there was just talk the other day that he's happy. He wants to be in Washington. Well, we're going to find out because now the rumor is according to Andrew Bogut that he wants to get out, he wants to get to Philly and create a new big 3. And I heard I heard when I was at the barbershop today. I heard um uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp and uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris Broussard were arguing this take and they were arguing that would Bradley Beal, James Harden and Joel Embiid be a, the best big three in basketball? I think you're putting too much stock in Bradley Beal. Although I think he's got a nice game. Um, but I, I, I'm curious because my my initial thought was, ooh, I think you're severely devaluing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And adding Ben Simmons to those two, I understand that there's a significant downgrade on the offensive side of the ball going from James Harden and that big three in Brooklyn to, to Ben Simmons. But it is a significant upgrade defensively. Significantly better. And when you got Kyrie just went off for 50 the other night, when you got that, I, I, I would be, I mean, I don't know. Joel Embiid is, 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 is something to be reckoned with. Aggie Milkman said Luka, Dinwiddie, and Beal. <sighs> Pro Boy said Bradley Beal is elite. He's just playing for franchises that doesn't want to win. <laughs> Yeah, but there's elite players. I mean, him and John Wall couldn't get it done. How elite is he? I, I, I get it. He's a very good player. He's upper echelon. Now, I'm not going to say elite, though. I mean, that's the same knock that we have uh, on Dame, right? CJ McCollum, a lot of people, oh, I mean, look, if you're not getting it done, you're not getting it done. But just comparing those two big threes, which one do you think is better? Here's how we're going to do this, Chad. I could do a poll. Let's do a poll. Uh, Create a new poll. Yes, bitch. Um, who's the best big three? Is it Brooklyn or is it Philly? Uh, if that's the case, and we're, this is under the assumption that Bradley Bill goes to Brooklyn and pairs up with, um, or no, so goes to Philly, excuse me, and pairs up with Joel Embiid and uh james harden so let's let's set this for two minutes three minutes we'll do a three minute poll our first poll you guys this is so special for all of us 
This is so special. Uh, Aggie Milk might say, what's Wall doing now? Yeah, he's sitting and watching. That's what he's doing. He ain't doing shit. So, uh, but who you got? Brooklyn or Philly? Do you have the big three of Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and the polls right up there at the top of the chat if you want to vote. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons, or do you prefer James Harden, Joel Embiid, and Bradley Bill if he were to go over there? I'm torn on this. At the end of the day, I think I would much rather have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons can still get to the rack. He can still drive. He can still score. Could you imagine him and Kyrie running a pick and roll with Kevin Durant spotted up to knock down a three or drive or hit a mid-range? And then you got to get back on defense. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I Look, Don said Ben Simmons is still okay. I wouldn't want to trade for Ben Simmons to be the star, to be the the focal point of my team. I wouldn't want the Rockets to go trade for him and be like, all right, we're going to build around Ben Simmons. But I think if he's the complimentary third of your big three, if you've got enough offense, that's a deadly combination. Because I know it's sexy to want to root for a big three that can score, like Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, and James Harden. But who's going to defend? I get Joel Embiid, not bad. But I really like that. I mean, it's a versatile. It's, And I think I was telling J-Row this today, especially after Kyrie went off for 50. Kyrie Irving might be the most disrespected and underappreciated player in the NBA. But just because of his off-the-court stuff. Oh, he's crazy. He's, he doesn't dance the eye mask and the flat earth and da, 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 social justice. But when you talk to... Anyone around the NBA, they will tell you Kyrie Irving is an absolute freak on the court. An absolute monster on the court. Well, this isn't even close. I thought this was going to be a lot better. Only only 16 votes. How many of you raggedy bitches are watching this show? 67 people watching this show and only 16 of you have voted. What is wrong with you people? Vote! This is why we can't have a democracy. This is why the communism is running rampant because you raggedy bitches don't vote in elections when it's time. Just come on. There's no, there's no problems at the polling place. You got very little time left to vote. You better vote, bitches. Uh, vote or die, Podge. Tell them. Big dumb idiots. Bro boy said, Game Day OJ, do you think it's sustainable? He's legit improved by his presence. Uh, I think with enough continuity, Maxi becomes the third of Philly's big three. I mean, he's playing better. Don't get me wrong. Maxi is playing better. Damn. My wife, y'all. My wife just texted me. But no, and 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 Rach, I love you to death, but this might be the worst sports take you've ever had. Maxi is not going to be a better big three than if Bradley Bill was there. No, it's not. It's not. That's not, that's not, that's not it. All right, let's view the results of our poll. None of you raggedy bitches voted. Oh, there we go. 28. Thank you. 56% of you chose Brooklyn. Um 14% of you, or excuse me. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. And 44% of you, 11 votes for Philly as the better of the big three. So, I mean, I kind of feel the same way. No sticker, no vote. Yeah, she's. No, Aggie Milk, man. She didn't say she's on her way home. Um... 
Aaron Rabel said, I voted while driving, you happy asshole. Yes, I am. Thank you for risking life and limb. Also, we're doing shots, so I'm going to need you to do a shot while we're just kidding. Game Day OJ said, how the hell do I vote? Oh, for fuck's sake. (sighs) Rach, it was right at the top of the goddamn screen. There's a poll and you click on your vote. This isn't rocket surgery, okay? I never heard of it. Exactly. All right. Um. Don's saying fuck you spell check you you know this group doesn't know how to vote that's true that is true Donna I should have I should have expected this um Brooklyn doesn't have a big three not yeah they do they absolutely have a big three you tell me Ben Simmons isn't one of the big three yes he is Philly doesn't have a big three right now and Maxi Maxi's looked better Maxi's like I better get my shit together I saw a tweet, by the way. This cracked me up. This absolutely, I thought this was hilarious. Jerry Bo with the Bible thump. Let's go. Um, hold on. What is this? <laughs> Can Maxie stay healthier than Beal? That accounts for a lot. Well, that's a, that's a solid point. That is a solid point. Uh, but yeah, that, that's absolutely a big three out there in, uh, in Brooklyn. And I saw this tweet. Uh, it's pretty hilarious. It said, Oh my God, James Harden was just moving without the ball. <laughs> That's how bad it is with the Harden, is that literally people are tweeting that he's moving without the ball. This is your king. Uh, Bro, Bro Boy said, definitely not giving Ben Simmons his status until he plays. Okay. I think you guys are sorely underestimating. The good qualities of Ben Simmons. I get it. He can't make a free throw. I get it. He's 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 emo. I get it. I get it. What? Ben Simmons is not big three worthy. He's just a name. False. 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 We'll just let's see. Let's see. Uh, let me do this. Let's see. Ben Simmons. <sighs> let me pull up his stats. You guys are going to make me do this. Nope, that's ESPN. Don't want that. Where's basketball reference? Philly Voice, NBA.com. I want basketball reference. There we go. Uh, Ben Simmons has averaged 15, 16, 16, and 14. He's averaging 16 points a game through his four years in his career. He's played in 81, 79, 57, and 58 games, and the 57 was the bubble season. He had 2.1 steals a game in the bubble season. He had 1.6. He averages almost two steals a game. Averages almost two steals a game. Seven assists a game. Almost a block a game. And he'll get eight, get you eight rebounds. So you got a guy that's 16, 7, and 8, along with two steals and a block. And again, you guys are strictly about, and and let's not just talk about just defensive stops, not blocks, not steals, just stops, altering shots. That's not going to go down in, in, in the, uh, now also he shoots like 60% from the free throw line, which is, you know, but you guys are focused strictly on offense. And I understand that, but you have to understand this is this, this, there's a lot more to the game. I mean, you look at Russell Westbrook. He's not a great shooter, but he gets to the basket. That's what Ben does. He gets to the basket and he distributes. 
I don't know. I, I, I think Ben Simmons is still, I, again, I wouldn't want him being the focal point of my team, but if he's the third of a big three, I mean, let's talk about big threes. You guys are now to the point where a big three has to consist of three top 10 players. That's not feasible. That's only, you can only have three of those on the team. That's not possible. When you look back at the Miami big three with LeBron James and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, you think Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh is Ben Simmons with just a little better offense. Like that, your third of your big three isn't going to be super elite. He's not going to be a top five player. That's just not how big threes work. So, uh, Largo said, I heard Juggalo Trey on the radio in my car last night. It made my soul warm. Oh, that's cool. Good for Trey. Good for him. Uh, Dallas beat them with. I don't know what that means, Aggie Milkman. A big three has always been two superstars and a star. This league only has like four superstars. Big three don't mean the biggest three of the NBA. I, that's what I'm. That's my point. That's my point. Is you could be a star. Ben Simmons is a star. He's not upper echelon. He's not. But if he would be, he would comprise a third of a big three. The the bat the last third, the bottom third. I mean, this isn't a big three like, I mean, with with mellow or with, you know, some washed up has been. I mean, even in L.A. Are you are we not going to say I mean, Russ is coming off the bench now. But that was considered a big three until Russ shit the bed exponentially over time in L.A. But LeBron James. Anthony Davis and Russ Westbrook was a big three. Whether you think Russ was worthy of it or not. But now Russ has taken himself out of big three contention. So I just, I think you guys are wrong uh, about Ben Simmons. Of course, I used to think AD was a top five player and he's now severely shit to bed as well. So uh, Todd said, if the Nets play the 76ers in the playoffs, would Simmons even be strong enough mentally to play or would he go home and play video? games no absolutely i think he'd be strong enough to play yeah i i yeah 100 if three of them are in the top 10 to 15 players it's not a big three in my book what amos what 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 jeez jeez louise uh, who the hell named it big three? I don't know. It's just a thing that goes back a while. I mean, it wasn't me. Hey, what's up to what's good to get this good to get this good to get this on uh Podbean WZNKTDMQ. Nice name. I'm not saying all that. What's up to take take a uh 81 Titan Hugo NWSKCHAV Nuskshav Jared Taylor Eric Resendez. Everybody holding it down over on the Podbean for those of you new to the program over there listening on Podbean. This this is, oh, and Chris Reyes, my bad. We got two pages going. We got eight people listening live. This is definitely 100% a Twitch show. I do the Podbean live for those of you that just want to listen and not watch. Uh, but it is a visual show, and we're going to be uh, having a guest coming up in about 15 minutes. I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, but we're going we're gonna to have video of people playing Quidditch and pictures. We're going to talk about it with Ashton Gene Lewis. So, and he's Broke Boy Podcast here in the chat. He's going to be joining us shortly for that. So, so yeah, 
You definitely want the visuals. Van Syak. I don't know who Carl Van Syak is. Go fuck yourself, Carl. Don't call me. I'm busy, Carl. Scram beat it, Carl, you spamming bitch. Look at Carl just calling my phone for no goddamn reason. Um, what did Queen B ask? Is anyone watching the Lakers series on HBO? No, is it good, CC? Is it good? By the way, you guys, before we go to break, this is what me and my wife play Wordle. I introduced that on the show here three or four weeks. Lots of nudity. Like dudes or chicks? Because if it's just a lot of dong shots, I'm good. I get that in Pornhub. I don't need to see it. If it's titties, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Uh, Booty Class said, during the break, can you let the tip drill video play? What tip drill? What tip drill? No, I don't know what you're talking about, Booty Clapper. Um, my wife texted me this. So we're playing Wordle, and every day I ask her, how'd you do? What'd you, uh, how'd you do? And uh, she's, so this is what she texted me today. Bitch, I got Wordle on the second try. Gold medal. My wife called me a bitch. Call me a bitch. Oh, the song tip drill. No, that's, I'll get a, I'll get a fucking copyright strike for playing that song. No, I'm not doing that. Um, no, the women that Dr. Bus messes with and such. Oh, oh, that gets weird. Yeah, that gets super weird. No, thanks. Uh, oh, you got it on the first try. Oh, fuck you, Matt. No, you didn't. Okay. You whore ass bitches. Uh, let's take a quick break. I'm going to go get a, get another drink. Yeah. Why not? I'm going to go pee. We're going to come back. Talk a little more. So we got Bradley Beal convo out of the way. We got Russ out of the way. We got the sports headlines out of the way. Uh, I've got some non-sports for you. Oh, and we got a Whisker Wednesday. So we're going to do that when we come back from the break. We'll come back from the break, do the Whisker Wednesday, and then uh, we'll be at 315, we're going to be joined by Ashton Jean Lewis, a one of the foremost Quidditch experts in the state. I don't know. I'm just making up credentials for him. He plays Quidditch, uh, a friend of the show, friend of mine. He'll be your friend soon, and he's going to talk to us about Quidditch. And I actually have video of a Quidditch match from him, courtesy of him, and photos. It's going to be a hoot. Stick around right after the break. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Labanek. Don't go anywhere.
Welcome back to hour number two of Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did. Uh, those of you that didn't can go have sex with yourself. I never heard of it. Exactly. I love that so much. I just... I never heard of it. It's my favorite. Uh, it's my favorite new drop. But I still have... Who the fuck is that guy? And... Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Hey, Jerry Bo, thank you for the 20 biddies, my friend. Very much appreciate you. <laughs> Gentleman and a scholar. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see the retweet request, CC. You're going to have to. You're going to have to let me know because... All right, let's talk about Whisker Wednesday. It is a Whisker Wednesday. I'm excited about a Whisker Wednesday. And, oh, shit. Oh, no. Where's my slides at? I had, oh, miscellaneous slides. There we go. If you don't know, Whisker Wednesday brought to you every single week on a Wednesday by Special Pals. Well, I say brought to you. They're not paying for this. But, um... Special Pals open. I do it because I want to get the animals adopted. But uh, so don't get it twisted. They're not like a sponsor sponsor. Anyways, Special Pals open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. for adoptions. All of the animals that you adopt from Special Pals come fully vaccinated, microchipped, spayed or neutered, up to date on their flea and heartworm prevention medications, plus uh, in good spirits. And you can adopt these animals ranging from $80 to $250. Those are the adoption fees. Specialpals.org if you want to see all of the animals they have available for adoption. Specialpals.org. And I have for you today two amazing pups. Now, let me pull up my Gmail here because Katie sent a note along with the pups that I have available for adoption today. And uh, this is what she said. Adoption fees for all Adult dogs aged six months and older are lucky $7 for St. Patrick's Day through Sunday, March 13th. So you still have four days left to take advantage of adoption fees of $7 for a dog. Are you crazy? Get out there and get you a pup like Mo, for example. This is Mo. Mo has spent 290 days in the care of special pals. That's so sad. May 23rd, 2021. He's a lab mix, almost two years old. He's been fantastic in his foster homes. He loves playing with puppies and smaller dogs. He gets along great with children. He loves to run his zoomies out in the yard and lay in the sun, but he can be a couch potato as well. You guys, Mo, it sucks because a lot of folks don't want to adopt a two-year-old dog. They want a puppy. And then you got to train the puppy. And the puppy's going to eat all your shit. And he's going to shit on your shit. And then he's got, you got shit on your shit and on your shit. And it's just bad. But not Mo. Well, I mean, Mo might shit on your stuff, but I don't know. But Mo's two years old. He's an adult now. And you can get Mo for $7 if you go to Special Pals. Check him out online, specialpals.org. That's the website. Here's all the info right there on your screen. Uh, yeah, that's what Potch said, man. Bleep training another dog. Yeah, you don't want to train another pup. Go get Mo. Or, better yet, also, check out Zach. Look at that little cutie patootie. Guys, this is Zach. Zach is a six-month-old lab mix with a great personality. <sighs> that means he's an ugly chick, we know. Uh, he spent time in a foster with our pals at Camp Bow Wow Cypress, and he fit right in with the whole pack. He loves to play and is always on the go. He's a great cuddler. Zach is back at the shelter and ready to meet his family. Is it you or maybe someone you know? 
Uh, you guys go help out Zach. Go do it. He's six months old, so he qualifies for the seven dollars. Any uh, adoption fees for adult dogs age six months and older are seven bucks. You literally could adopt this gorgeous-looking, beautiful-faced Zach for seven dollars. Seven dollars. Uh, wait a minute. Is this? Shut up, Dr. Dre. Shut your whore mouth. Dr. Dre said my mom took a puppy there in January that she found. His name is Zach. Adorable dog. Very active. Then he said, holy shit, that's the dog my mom found. You're a goddamn liar. Look at this. You know what, Dr. Dre? That's a sign, buddy. That's a sign that you need to adopt this dog. Let's go. I don't have any more sounders. Come on, Dre! I mean, you should probably just, you know, it's crazy. But yeah, you should, uh, should go to, he's grown. That's even better. But what's weird is that your mom had him and then you turned him in. Then you'd have to go pay for him now when you could have just kept him. So it's like, what is, let's be a man, Drake. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. And go adopt Zach. Drake said we got two dogs already. Look, the whole chat is, I love that we're all peer pressuring Dre into adopting the dog that his mom turned in. Dre, 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 Dre. <laughs> I was saying we need that song. In the arms of the angel, fly away. Oh, God, that's horrible. I sing so good. The arms. Okay. Uh, but I think if we peer pressure Dre enough, he'll do it. So that's Zach. Go adopt Zach. This is Mo. Go adopt Mo. And you can do all that at specialpals.org. Look them up, check them out. Uh, help them out. They have way more dogs than they can. They know what to do with right now. So, folks, go check. Uh, even if you don't want Zach or Mo, that's fine. But log on to specialpals.org. See what they got cooking. Get the kids a pup for the summer. They can train it and play with it. And there you go. All right. I feel like you guys are making fun of my singing right now. And I don't appreciate it. I feel like I could have been a finalist on American Idol. I would like to invite all of you to go have sex with your person. Uh, Dre won't do it. He can't make family decisions. That's messed up. I wanted him, but no way we could handle three dogs. Okay. Sounds like someone's a pussy. <laughs> I like that we're just like shaming Dre into taking the dog. Oh, can't handle a third dog. Hmm. Pussy. That's cool, dude. No, don't worry about it. I guess you didn't want to have another bitch in the house competing with you. I'm just kidding. Donna said, hold up. What, Donna? What? Dre won't do it. Oh, we already did that one. Uh, sounds like an excuse. I love this. You guys just keep pressuring Dre. Just let him have it. I'm I'm here for it. I would send y'all bits to, to pressure Dre. I'm, 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 oh, Fidel, you raggedy bitch. All right, let's do this. Fidel just redeemed go get a cat. Two minutes ago. So I got to go. I got to go get a cat. Uh, they're both asleep on the couch. They're going to hate this. Oh, American Idol. No, I wasn't. American. Okay. 
Uh, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get Fidel. Do you, do you? Is there one you want? They're both laying next to each other on the couch asleep. Do you want Oliver or do you want Spencer? Which which one? One do you want? Which one do you want me to go get? I'm not bringing both back, but I'll go get one. Which one do you want to see, Fidel? You 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 redeemed the points. Which one do you want? Chomp chop chop, young man. Chop chop. Uh, Demana said, "Forget the dog, Drake. Go get the pig at Bark. They took off the streets yesterday. Oh, you saw that." Dude, that was wild. That was wild. And they were like, his, the pig's name was Bacon. That's shitty. That's kind of an asshole thing to do. You don't name the kid Bacon. Hey, guys, you want to meet our chicken scrambled egg? All right, I'll be back. I'm going to go get Oliver. Hey, Bob. What you Everybody wants to say hi to you. Okay, okay, hold on, fam. Get up there and say hello. Say hi to the people. Come on, get over here. Say hi. Hmm? Say hi. Look, right there. Look. Say hi for the. Oh, shit. Look, the other one came. Say hi for Dale. He's like, bitch, I'm so sleepy. Hey. Did you come too, Spency? Spencer's just going to come because anywhere Oliver goes, Spencer's there. Like, there are, he is a copycat, 100%. All right, go with your brother. Here, any cat? Oh, shit. Oliver was sleepy as shit. Uh, oh, did you see the guy with the pig heart died? No! Who the fuck is that guy? That sucks. What's up, Clarence? Hey, Clarence, uh, I owe you money for fantasy baseball, bub. So can you message me on the Discord and give me your uh, PayPal or Venmo so I can get you your money? Please do. <laughs> Steven said you forgot to ask if they were hungry. No, I don't give a shit. I already fed them. I fed them at uh, like 1240. So they doesn't matter. It's not my life partners. Okay. Not my life partners. All right. Uh, all right, it's time, guys. Let's do this. I'm excited about this. Uh, joining me on the program. You ready, Ashton? You good? What? <laughs> 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 jo- <laughs> joining me on the program. Drunk as fuck. <laughs> Ashton Gene Lewis, what's up, buddy? How are you, man? Hey, what's up, Barry? I had to do it, man. I was uh, sitting here. By the way, no free ad, so I can't. I can't tell what. I can't tell you what brand of whiskey that is. Uh, but yeah, no, it's actually very good if you can figure out what it is from the bottle. But yeah, no, I uh, I had to do it to start it off. You, you. That's one of the things that I respect about your show. Uh, I do it on my show too. I have a hydration break, and we don't judge whatever liquid you want to consume. You, know, nice. you hydrate in your own personal manner. So uh, I, I'm a big fan of the fact that you take shots on your show because I feel like that's what. You know, sports talk radio has been missing for years. Yeah, <laughs> drunk. <laughs> uh, oh, don't get it twisted. There was a time or two I was drunk on the radio. That 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 also occurred. Uh, but yeah, no, I love it, dude. In fact, I'll do a shot in your honor, Ashen, for being here. I'm excited we made this happen, dude. This is gonna be dope. I uh, I'm excited to but I've wanted to do more kind of crossover sports, sports that 
don't get a lot of love, non, don't get a lot of non-mainstream sports. Yeah, for sure. You know, we got a lot of well, the sport that I play. I shouldn't say we because I don't have any power within the realm of my sport than any other player. But um, you know, a lot of attention was thrown towards Quidditch uh, because the name change is happening pretty soon. Uh, for is it the Muggle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think some people know. Uh, I don't know people in the chat or whatever, but some people know uh, J.K. Rowling has come out, and because Quidditch is like a highly inclusive sport. Uh, literally anybody from any type of identity can play the sport. Uh, I actually know a player that plays that has like a prosthetic leg and plays for oh, one nice. of the best teams in the country. So uh, there's trans people, there are uh, non-binary folks, or you know everybody from the wide diaspora of people. So when J.K. Rowling came out and you know basically was just like, "F the trans folks," a lot mm. of people in Quidditch didn't like that. You yeah. know, so it was yeah. real tough. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. So the name change is coming up if uh, you can actually vote on it on like usquidditch.org or something like that. But uh, my my personal selection is Quit Strike. Uh, somebody oh. posted a video of like them training for Quit Strike and it's like them with like miniature weights in their hands, like throwing punches and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we need to lean into the violence of our full contact right. sport a little bit. Now, more. let's talk about. Oh, and we've got clips and videos and um, this is going to be dope as shit. You sent me a bunch of videos and a bunch of clips. Uh, so let's just let's just start off. So I'm going to put one on the screen and you and I are going to talk about what what the fuck is Quidditch? I got to tell you. That's my I've point never, true. There we go. I've never watched, uh, I've never read or seen Harry Potter. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. I just know he's a wizard or a magician or some shit. That's literally all I know about Correct. Harry Potter. Uh, so I'm going to need you to help me understand what Quidditch is. What are the basic rules and premise and guidelines and all that shit about Quidditch? And a lot of people in the chat, because I'm sure a lot of folks are like, but I don't know what the fuck this is. So help us out a little bit. So uh, Quidditch is what it sounds like if you've ever read the Harry Potter novels or for your audience, if you have kids who uh, have watched the Harry Potter films and stuff like that, it is the same sport minus the flying part. The flying is replaced by um, immense amounts of conditioning and running, which <laughs> as a fat guy, I'm not a fan of. Um, so yeah, what though. Yeah. For a big boy, you can move, Ashton. I see all your training videos. I'm like, big boy has skills and wheels, man. You get it. Yeah, man. You know, in another life, if I had eaten a couple, you know, if I had eaten a little bit less when I was a couple playing less college cakes. football, I might have. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, my, my worst thing is, like, I, I get fat because of, like, trash people food. Like, I, I like Wendy's and Burger King. Oh, so, like, that's my problem. It's, like, it's not even for, like, a good reason. You know what I mean? Like, I'll go bust my ass and run. Like, I run 400 yards worth of sprints as, like, a warm-up for most of my um, for most of my workouts. I run 10 40-yard dashes or whatever. That's and crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not as crazy, man. You just keep doing it. You keep walking and stuff like that, and eventually you're done. You know what I mean? But uh, it's just one of those things. Back to Quidditch in general. Uh, Quidditch is the sport from the Harry Potter uh, novels and films, minus the flying part. It's replaced by the running. There are chasers who are people who control what is called a quaffle, which is a deflated volleyball in the sense of uh, in the sense of the sport. So I'll explain what it does. The quaffle, if it goes through your opponent's hoop, is worth ten points. So I all say, the hoops I had are a girlfriend. She quaffled all the time. It was like. Girl, Girl, that is gross. You know, that's a sign that you're doing a good job, Barry. Congratulations on that one. Um, <laughs> no, but straight up, though, that uh, that uh, the, the quaffles were 10 points. 
every goal scored in Quidditch is worth 10 points. Okay. The beaters, uh, instead of in the books or the movies, they're magical balls that move around and they get manipulated by people with bats that swat them at people. They are people wielding dodgeballs, and they actually have a ton of power. If you get touched by a bludger before it hits, the, that's exactly what uh, Drew's doing in that photo. That's one of my teammates. That's actually my team, the Houston Cosmos versus uh, the team that is based out of Louisiana. They are called uh, Gulf Coast Gumbo. So you guys travel so, when you do this? Yeah, so that tournament was regionals, which happened in Lake Charles, Louisiana, to to qualify for nationals, uh, which is there's a up national Quidditch. Thing. I thought this was just like you and like twenty homies got together and started like a Quidditch league. This is big <laughs> nah, shit. Ba- no, Barry, uh, Quidditch is a worldwide sport. As a matter of fact, World- this upcoming no, this upcoming summer is actually a World Cup year. So uh, they have as a you World can Cup of Quidditch. Set- yeah, so when you, when you get to the video clip, most of when you get to that video uh, of me playing, I just sent you a bunch of my highlights personally and stuff yeah, of like course. that because I didn't see a highlight. Yeah, of course, naturally, you know, if I if I am gonna yeah, take you the shame see, stuff. yeah, come on, fam, uh, I would I would expect yeah, anything yeah. less. So you guys travel. Now, I, I feel like it's it's going to be one of those things where you'd have to watch because everything you just said, it sounded like you were speaking a foreign language when you were like, you got yeah, the quaffle and seen, then you, yeah. yeah, you got the falafel and then you hit the dodgeball. And then I was like, I don't know what the fuck. I'm, I'm super lost. And then at the end, you, you cook it up and you win. Yeah, so I see three. So, okay, I've, <laughs> I've got, I got a picture on the screen. So there's tackling in Quidditch. Yeah, uh, Quidditch is a full contact sport, and just recently, last year, uh, two-arm tackling got added into the game. So if you've ever, um, you know, in in football, we make fun of people who try to arm tackle and stuff like that, right? Because it's just like arm tackling is not going to stop most dudes in the NFL. But in Quidditch, one-arm tackling was the way that everybody functioned. So uh, a lot of people actually got really good at breaking one-arm tackles, naturally, as you can imagine. Uh, And then eventually, the people in charge realize how dangerous one-arm tackling is. They allow you to two-arm tackle. So, yeah. I would love to see somebody try to one-arm tackle you. I feel like that wasn't uh, a It thing. has happened. It, so, a lot of, so I can tell you this right now. A lot of the times I get double teamed now more so than ever. Even Dude. now there's two-arm tackling in the game. I get double teamed and it, it sucks. Uh, it's actually been the source of like 90% of my injuries in the sport. Really? So, uh, a lot of, but a lot of players, you know, they, they can't withstand like one defender. So, they get one defender on them and they get tackled to the ground. That happens. Uh, that did not happen in that play. That's my boy, Sean. He broke that. Uh, he broke that tackle and scored on that team. Which is Now, how do you score? Are each of those rings worth a different set of points? That I see that there's like a guard or something in front of each of those w- rings as well. So everybody, so the way we designate positions in Quidditch is the headband that people are wearing. So you can see my boy Sean is wearing a white headband. He's a chaser. The guy that is closest to Sean in this photo in a green and white jersey for Pegasus, he's actually very good. He played at the University of Texas for a long time, and I think he won two national championships when he was there. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, there's a every national- major college has a yeah every every college has a every major college has a Quidditch team. You're fucking with me. You're fucking. There's no national like, I, Quidditch. Last, What's up, last night, last night I was at Sam Houston State University's practice, and I've been practicing with them twice a week for the entire season. And then my team, the community team, the Houston Cosmos, is um we practice on uh, we practice on Saturday and Sunday or Saturday Dude, or Sunday. So this is way bigger than I thought. How many people do you think? Not worldwide. Let's just stick to the U.S. of America. How many people in this country play Quidditch? How many how many players are there? We can say rec leagues, say, community leagues, college. 
whatever. I would say thousands for sure. I would say thousands for sure. Um, wow. A lot of a lot of Quidditch players, a lot of Quidditch players are like real low key about it because you know a lot of people aren't as nice as you about it, Barry. Like they're not real. They're interested in. They have this picture of what they think a Quidditch player looks yeah. like. The chat's being a bunch of assholes, so I'm ignoring the chat. They're they're you know. I mean, I'm sure. Oh, I, can, I can't tell. I, at first, I thought I was. I thought I was gonna look at it, but then I remembered like normal people actually hate people who play Quidditch. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, I remember that uh, key lesson about life. No, I think I it's say, what I love about it is I think you and everybody that plays gets it that of course there's the snarkiness and the jokes and the ah ha ha. And I got to tell you, it, when I watch the video, I can't get over the running with the broom handle thing between the legs. It's fucking awkward because yeah. you're not used to seeing that. So I do. do Okay, you, I know, handle it well. You're cool about it. You're funny about it. You address it. You answer the questions. You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. a good ambassador for the sport. Are there a lot of people in Quidditch that get super defensive? They're like, bitch, I'll hit you with my stick if you make fun of us. Nah, nah, no, no. So, like, most people in Quidditch understand that it's not a conventional sport. A lot of people in Quidditch are people who have uh, – there's a good chunk of people in Quidditch, and I would say the percentage of those people is getting smaller, of people who have never played sports, and this is their first their first sport that they've ever seen that interests them. So really? that's really cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a lot of people, you know, you can understand why some people will be turned off from like trying to play basketball, play football if you went to yeah. a big time high school in Texas, right? Like you, you're like, oh, well, I can't play because the dudes that are on my team are like all five stars, three stars, all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. like that. Uh, and you just want to play for fun. But yeah, Quidditch has this weird mix of like fun, athletic competitiveness and stuff like that. And a lot of people are really dedicated to it, mainly because just like every other sport, the people are dope that are in the sport and they make it worth it uh, for you to drive. Like I'm going to for nationals. I decided like earlier today that I was going to drive to nationals in Salt Lake City, Utah, just because I didn't feel like catching a flight. And I was like, man, maybe I can catch some good content on the way. Uh, and see some states I've never seen before because you got to go through New Mexico, Colorado, and uh, and then of course most of Utah to get to Salt Lake City. So yeah. I'm pumped about that, dude. That's dope, man. That's badass. Yeah. Why well, I, I dig that, and I I mean, like I say, a lot of the chat, like Virginia Buttonweed in the chats, I feel like we're being surprisingly behaved. There's a lot of uh, are we being punked right now? Is he serious? You are not. Is you this are a not. Thing? I've wasted I six years of my life. If I, that would be the ultimate punk if they like came out at the end and they're like, this is all a made-up sport, Ashton. Like, everything you've been doing is just a bunch of stage actors. And I'm like, right. wow. Yeah. I, okay. I've shown this picture. This looks like dodgeball. I showed this picture. It's got some <laughs> yeah. tackling. I chose these pictures strategically for a reason. Uh, this next picture, I think we need to talk about why are you dunking on this hoe? Why are you dunking on a chick, bro? You're just, you're oh, yamming. Whoa. You're, whoa. you're shout yamming out, shout on this Red. chick. Shout, shout out Red. Haley is actually super athletic. She's actually more athletic than I am. She's just not. She's 150 pounds lighter than I am, right? Yeah. Uh, so that guy who was who I mentioned who was over here on the right-hand side who you can't see, you can't because – Aside you see his leg. Yeah. Pretty much every, yeah, a side view of me blocks out every person, right? Uh, so there's – he. Uh, that's the same guy. That's Jack Anderson, the same dude he was playing keeper or whatever. Um, and then the dude behind him, his name is Justin Lopez. He's real cool. But uh, this is what happens in Quidditch. Like, it's a full contact sport. They're trying to stop – they're trying to go for the ball and stop me from being able to get this goal. Uh, there's no beaters, so this is a no-bludger situation, which means that it's literally, like, whoever can tackle me, if you can get the ball out of my hands – um, you can have it, you know. Uh, so they had to like cr they had to crash on the hoop that I was on. So I guess I mean yes, I beat three people on this play, uh, and they're all really good. At they're all better. They're all better athletes. That's than the I crazy enjoy. thing to me, which I know. Like when we showed the video, I didn't realize it at first, but I saw you shoulder check a chick, and she flew about forty yards, and I was like, God by damn! Way, by the way, 
her name is her name is Erin McBride. She's also more athletic than I am, and on Team USA, she's one of the deadliest Quidditch players probably in the world. And you um, you you just did. you spent you just sent her. For, we're gonna get to the video. I know I know y'all gonna see the video, but so so Potch has a good question. So is this like rugby? It feels like it's a it's a combination between like rugby and dodgeball and some sort of like field basketball type thing is that yeah so yeah i was gonna say basketball definitely like there's so many basketball fundamental things that will be effective for you um in terms of understanding what's going on the rugby aspect is probably just like the we're tackling each other without pads on right, right. that's a real thing um there's also the beater play that goes into it so i didn't explain it uh the the beaters if they hit you with the dodgeball even if they tap you with it you're actually off broom so you have to get off you have to hold your broom in your hand and run back to your own hoops to tag back in and so that that's would be why like this right yes so exactly if you get hit so with that red ball yeah. yeah that's a beater duel that guy is doing uh the guy who's flipping away his name is josh mansfield he's actually doing something strategic he's um turning back so he can throw the ball that's in his hand back to his own hoops so this guy, my guy Drew, actually fell for a trap in this situation, but it looks cool oh, on the photo. Damn it, Drew. Uh, okay. He, yeah. Now I got Drew ask- also is uh, trying out for American Ninja Warrior. So shout out. To oh him. really? Yeah, this yeah, he's crazy. really athletic. All right. So yeah. why the brooms? Why the brooms? I mean, obviously because this was played in Harry Potter on broomsticks, but right. I mean, it would be. It feels like that would be a difficult thing to run around. You have to. You're always the holding the broom. Do you always have to have a hand on the broom? Talk about the brooms you, and the broomsticks and all so- the that goes into that. Way back in the day when Middlebury College first invented what we call modern-day Quidditch, they used to require you to have uh, your hand on your broom at all times, which meant that the only way to catch the ball was one-handed. And if you play long enough, you'll meet some guys who played like those 15 years ago, and they all still play like that. But modern-day Quidditch... Um, you can, uh, modern day quiz, you do not have to have your hand on your broom. Once again, thick thighs save lives, everybody, right? Um, <laughs> so yeah, you, you can, uh, that's another thing too. Like I, I, the thing you told you, you said that I shoulder checked somebody in that video and, and what really happened was I like pushed her with my full extended arm. Right. So that was a stiff arm, right? There the, that was a stiff arm, very similar to what you see in like rugby and what you see in football. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, and that, that comes from the ability to, that's my boy Trey crossing out that same dude again. Anyway, um, we, by the way, I just want to clarify in all these photos and all these videos, we got absolutely destroyed in these games. I don't want it to seem like it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm dead serious. Like the, the, I'm dead serious. I love, serious. The, I love the, the, You're like, I mean, I sent you all the photos of us looking good. We got, we got murdered. It was a slaughter. We did, so. we did. We scored, we scored a good chunk of goals or whatever. But these teams that, uh, these teams in particular, that one is very is relatively new. But not only do they have great athletes, but they practice like religiously. They work out on their own three, four times That's a week, crazy. and then they have training. Yeah. CC said, I didn't even notice yeah. the brooms. Yeah. Everybody runs around with a broom between their legs. Unless you're Ashton and you got thick thighs, you just slap that bad boy in your thigh gap and it holds it. It's yeah, like a, it's like a broom cup. It holds your, and then you just run and you, uh, all right, let's just, and, let's, for the dudes out there, and, and for the, for the guys out there. Yes, it does happen. <laughs> yeah. I saw this, this photo and I thought, Oh, did he just rack his balls on that? Cause the guy going down the ground there looks like he's about to snap his broom in half. Or his balls, uh, one of the two. Yeah, so the, wor- the worst is when a blo- when a beater throws a bludger and it hits your broom and your broom between oh. your legs. It gets you about two or three times. So, do you yeah. wear a cup? Is there or is that what that would be? I, I do not. It actually it will push the broom down. What I really what you oh. do is you pick a side, right? You pick left or right. You never go down. Yeah, the I actually put the balls so. on one side. Yeah, I would exactly. wear a cup and then attach like a hoop to it, like a hoop ring, and yeah, then yeah, like the, a hoop ring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Then you can just yeah. Okay, maybe I'm. I'm 
I'm over here trying to say that so, many so. a time, but I was, yeah, yeah, no, I've thought of that many a time. I was like, yeah, yeah, that would be dope. You'd never be off room. But no, yeah. you wouldn't. Now let's talk about you. Uh, this looks like you're slamming a dude to the ground and never let go of the broom. By the way, kudos to you. Uh, what's going on here? So that is actually the last nationals when one arm tackling was a thing. So uh, once again, Quidditch is a, a full contact sport, and you know you got to be careful who you run close to. And actually, one of the few successful war arm tackles I've ever had. Uh, it's also a part of a hype video that they did for our team. But yeah, it was oh, a lot of fun. We won that game. Yeah, we won that game. Uh, it was against a team that uh, does not exist anymore, but had one of the Damn. more particular names that I didn't wasn't a big fan of. It was called the Southern Storm. Which, mm. if you uh, if you're familiar with Stormfront, that's kind of the vibes that they not yeah. the players themselves, but the vibe of what their 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 branding was about definitely gave really? me uh, Stormfront. Yeah, yeah, it was. It wasn't oh. the people. It was just that they picked a weird name. So I was, oh, I was gonna say they like put all their brooms together and light them on fire, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Right, 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 right before the game. You know? <laughs> um, Why is there a cross inside? Of yeah, the cross what the heck? There? There's even spectators. Sean said, "Yeah, do you guys get a lot of spectators oh, yeah. at the sports?" So I or wish at the, I at the matches. Yeah, so is it matches a, or games? Yeah. It's matches, right? They're, you know, they call them games. They're matches, whatever oh, they're you want to call them. Okay. Um, the European, the European players call them matches. We call them of games, course. and that's solely because of like uh, that's solely because of back, sports background, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, there's a at nationals. There'll be players who show up. Um, there'll be players who stop playing but show up to support. There's a lot of alumni from different colleges that show up to support their old teams. Uh, there are people who are in diff the different regions that show up just to nationals to chill out, and really they show up to drink. And, uh, yeah, right. Of course. Speaking of, I yeah. never did my shot for you. I never did my shot for you, homie. Thanks for doing this. This is I'm enjoying the shit out of this, man. Thank you for adding great content to the show. I really appreciate it. No doubt, of course, man. Watch it, watch religiously. Shout out, shout out, Barry on Death at all times. Now, by the way, you have a podcast too, right? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Plug that, plug that for me before we show this video. Plug the podcast. I host the Broke Boy Sports Podcast, the best and the worst that sports has to offer every single week. Uh, very much like Barry on deck, you should uh, bring your alcohol if you have it available to you. I, I record and film a little bit later at night, uh, so you can probably be at home when I'm talking about it. I do give uh, my own unique perspective on pretty much every single sport out there. I don't really talk about betting or gambling. I talk a lot about the social aspect of sports. I talk about things that are happening. I watch like almost every game that you hear me talk about on my show. I've watched it from um, beginning to end. Uh, very, like this is my this last season was my first season where I watched every single NFL football game that happened Damn. this season. Uh, Damn. So yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, it was it was good work. It actually helped me a ton come to playoffs because so many of the choices were like real easy, and I was like, man. I know. I What's saw this in week two. I saw this in week four. I saw this in week seven. It actually helps a ton. It makes you sound like a uh, makes you sound like a cool guy. You know, well, we you want to you, you want to tell that line. Yeah, yeah. And so we did a shout out in the chat. So uh, Broke Boy Sports gave you a shout out on the on the Twitter. So you guys go or Twitch, go follow him. Also, where is the podcast? Where can they find it at besides your Twitch channel? Do you do you do it on Twitch or is this just uploaded yeah. to like Apple so and Spotify? I simulcast uh, for I simulcast to YouTube and Twitch right now, so okay. uh, definitely check it out there. Same name on both platforms, Broke Boy Sports. Uh, follow me on Twitter, FB underscore Playbook. That's where I uh, try and come up with funny content to put on the internet. So I uh, appreciate that. Dope. If you are interested, in, yeah, I was gonna say if you want to hear weird stuff about my life, you can follow my personal account, but I won't plug that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, 
Uh, and by the way, they were saying, yeah, he sounds good. Yeah, I mean, look, this ain't Ashton's first rodeo. We met at the station at ESPN Radio. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah this I was ain't- over, I, yeah, back in the day, I was overnight producer for SB Nation Radio. I worked from uh-huh. midnight to 8 a.m. for like six months, got my way into a full-time producership, and Barry and Joel and everybody were on the rise at the same time. And it's what, this is what we now know to be um, what would soon become the peak of ESPN 97.5, in my opinion, uh, with Phil Pot and everybody there. And, uh, I, and then I, after a while, I worked there for two years, and uh, eventually they told me, they were like, you don't have any talent, leave. And I was like, all right, cool. So uh, <laughs> then I got uh, I got hooked up with Disney, and ironically enough, I worked with Phil Pot for the past, like, nine months, Barry. Hilarious, uh, hung out really? With, yeah, 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 yeah. Phil Pot was uh, – it was good reconnecting with a lot of people, the mm-hmm. small circle of how uh, sports media works in Houston. So – a lot of fun times. Sports media is a very small world. It is, uh, yeah. <clears throat> everybody knows everybody, so you got to be cool. You got to be careful of who you're cool and who you talk shit about. All right, let's get to the video. I'm just glad I, I love before Josh Ennis got there. That's all oh I'm saying. God, anyway. Boy. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, all right, here's the video we have here. Now, I have some sound on. You said turn the sound down. I think the sound actually enhances it a little bit. I like the cheering. So okay. this is... So you're, we're going to be watching different clips from uh, different Quidditch games. Uh, you're going to be watching Ashton, but I don't. Uh, if you don't know which one he is, he's the big black guy uh, on the Quidditch <laughs> field, and he's going to be the one. As bullying. you can imagine, Quidditch yeah, is predominantly he's the Debo of Quidditch. He's just bullying people, shoving them down, taking their chains. So just just check this out. Now, what I want to do is I want to do this, Ashton. I want to just watch. It's a 53 second video of highlights. I just want to watch it with the folks. I've seen it. You've seen it. But these folks in chat have not seen this yet. So I just want to watch it. No discussions. I mean, I might ooh and ah a little bit. But then let's go back and talk about what's going on and break it down for us and tell us what we're watching. All right. So let's just check it out first. Here's the here's some Quidditch highlights. Okay. I look like a fumble. Nope. You're still. Okay. Uh, here goes one. Like, oh, Jesus. That was a chick, wasn't it? No, that was a, that no, was a, that, was a guy. that was a dude. Okay. Oh, here's the one with the chick. Nope. Look, why what was that? <laughs> oh, don't tell me yet. She just spiked his face. Okay, there's a one-arm tackle. I know what's going on. This is crazy. All right, there's Oh, nice two-arm tackle there. That was well done. Oh, that was the chick you shoved. <laughs> dude, she went five to seven yards. All right, this is, I, I can't wait for you to break this part down for me because I feel like there's a lot of strategy in this. This is almost like setting up a, a, a shot on goal in soccer or hockey, I feel like. So, uh, oh, and it scores. Well done indeed. Well done indeed. All right. So let's break it down. Let's, let's talk about what we're seeing here, Ashton. I want to know what's going on here. So this first play, walk us through what's happening. So uh, this is Cab. By the way, the team you're watching is the number one team in the world that I'm playing against right here. They're really good uh, and have been for a long time. But they uh, had two defenders up top. There's no other chaser, which is the position that I play. That's up. I drove in because our beaters were able to beat their beaters out of the way. The uh-huh. beaters are Down, on the, the right hand side, right? Yeah, like that scrum that's going on in front of the hoops over there. That's exactly uh, what I was waiting on. We drove in, and I was like, I mean, I'll take care of the rest or whatever. Um, it's usually the mentality you take on that one, and. Uh, a lot of these guys are really good. They've been playing for a long time and was able to score, lucky enough to score. As a matter of fact, one of those guys is my ex-teammate. He, uh, betrayed it looked like they tried to tackle you, but they were like, this isn't happening. They were too high, definitely you know, too high. 
Eat your cheeseburgers, kids. Um, but yeah, there's a bludger <laughs> flying towards me right now. There's a bludger oh. flying towards me right now. It's kind of in the air there, and it's too far away for it to be a legitimate beat, so I deflected. Uh, no, you deflected it, so you can deflect. It. If it hits you and there's not deflected, are you out? Are you if you deflect? Well, like I can, uh, I can deflect it with, yeah, I can flick it away with the quaffle. So like, if I have the quaffle, and the mm. only thing it touches is the quaffle. Like how you see somebody taking a jump shot. There was I was that guy in basketball where you like see somebody taking a jump shot during warmups, and I hit it with my own basketball. Gotcha. Uh, in the like, air. Oh man, you know, I guess we'll never know if you made that. I was that douchebag. Anyway, um, that's kind of what happens there. We're driving in, same situation. There's no beaters that are able to uh, beat anybody. They're Boom. all in the hoops. Yeah. Now you just shoulder shimmy that dude in 22 into like uh, next week. Like, is that, that's, I guess that's perfectly legal. You can just, if they're in your way and yeah. then you, you went through the hoop and scored there. So that's, I get that. Uh, so what yeah, is the shoulder check? That's just like, get out, get the fuck out the way. Yeah. So the only thing that I can't do is like drop, like I can't do the, uh, what running backs do when they know that they're about to get taken down. They want a couple extra yards and they duck their heads completely. But, uh, yeah, anything that's considered like body contact, this is a full contact sport. So, um, there there are people that are running in a tackle or whatever, and he tackled too high. So the first thing that he hit was my shoulder and his arm wasn't long enough to do anything else other than like kind of get out of the way a little bit, but yeah, hit him with a little impact, ran in there, made contact, kept going. This is great, dude. All right, there's, that was a pass. That was oh, so you can score from behind the hoop because it looks like you had yeah, yeah. Uh, a teammate behind the hoop that that you got the ball to and scored. I say ball, whatever. Yeah, so is. you uh, it's a full three hundred and sixty degree sport, right? There's uh, there, the out of bounds is not behind the hoop. The, the out of bounds is actually like fifteen. Uh, 15 more yards further back so you can actually attack from behind the hoops and it's a part of the strategy of being able to uh, play well right that's uh it's a big part of one getting uh the ladies on your team goals because they can hang around the hoops while you drive in and everybody collapses. it's just like basketball everybody collapses in on you and you make the pass to the open receiver and they get an gotcha. easy goal because nobody's paying attention to them so yeah gotcha all right now what the fuck was that this is of all the clips oh, yeah. of all the highlights this is my favorite all right so we got the score there now you've got is that a chick and a dude are fighting for the ball uh, or whatever it uh, is let me double check. Yeah, so beaters yeah. can. So there, this is the. Uh, there have to be at all times four people of one gender. So uh-huh. most people go with four guys on the field, and then everybody else has to be a different gender. So there's usually um, two other women who are out there, either playing beater and chaser, or two chasers, or whatever it may be. Gotcha. And she's a female beater that's out there. And she was able to, they were scrumming for a bludger, right? So the ball's loose on the ground. They were fighting for it. She was able to win it because I think she got there before he did. And he was trying to get in there a little bit late. So she picked it up. And while she had him down on the ground, she beat him so that he wouldn't be able to do anything else in that play. He had to, he has to go touch his own hoops before he can get back in the play. Oh, uh, and that's, okay. That's now that's, see, that's yeah. super important. So if you get, what's it called? Bludgeoned? If you get beat, if you get beat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat. The bludger is the actual. If you if the bludger is the actual object, the dodgeball itself, and okay. you get beat by being hit by the bludger, yes. <laughs> and if you're that close, she just slammed. I mean, she didn't even bother to just like barely touch him. She made sure to slam the shit out of him, and then he's got to go. So, so there's no, there's no way because if he catches it, he's not beat. So oh, she has to. Oh, so to play she had to put here, some yeah. force behind it. Okay, and you can see him getting run, getting up to go run to touch his own hoop. Okay, so that's yeah, exactly. And and yeah, there's a referee telling him, "Hey, you got to go touch your own hole." Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go touch your own hole. That's probably oh, not. Nice. <laughs> that would be the worst play by play. Oh, there's Bob. He's got to go touch his own hole. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, what do we got here? There's a. 
What is what's going on there? It looks like to me he was tackled. How is he still able to to score? Oh, this is this isn't football. Uh, this isn't football. They have to get the ball to stop the play. So oh, uh, so just because you take somebody yeah, yeah. down, if they still have the ball. Oh, but now Correct. there. Okay, that was slick. I see what happened here. Hold on. Don't tell me this. I think I'm a Quidditch master now. So you get the one arm tackle on the guy. And then he gets beat with the bludgeon, so he's out now and got to go touch his own goal, and you guys continue on offense. He's a genius. Uh, I don't he's know if genius. it's offense, but that's what happened right there. You take him down, boom, he just got beat, and now he's got to go and he's running off to touch his own goal, and then you just abused a woman. So that was, yeah, like. <laughs> I just want to emphasize, she is so much better than me. Did you, I don't, it's just it doesn't matter. Did you get arrested for that? Did they? Did she press charges? Of course not. She's everybody signed up. Oh man, I could have said something really messed up, but I wasn't. I could have said, <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, no, what, don't, what, don't. I, was, I was gonna say what dudes were gonna, what dudes saying that the, the old school, like she was asking for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, no, yeah, so um, no, but on the on the real though, she's um, one of, she has like a soccer background, so she, her conditioning is like ridiculous. Oh, and, so she just flopped, um, is what you're saying. You didn't really push her, she, she did just not flop. She's not there, is no benefit to it whatsoever. She actually like smiled at me, like in kind of like a hey, Ashley, buddy, remember me before? And I was like, I'm not gonna like you know what I mean. I just need you to not touch the <laughs> like, so I just need you to not get close to me, move, trick. Get yeah, out yeah. the way. No, that would be messed up. Uh, Jared Taylor said, all I'm gathering from this interview is that Barry's going to be the captain of the Barry on deck Quidditch team. No, that's not. God, no. Our tw- oh, my God. The Barry on deck Quidditch team would be the drunkest, most awful, out of shape, disgusting group of Quidditch players you've ever seen in your whole life. We wouldn't know what to do. We'd just be like, oh, yeah. We Is there timeouts in Quidditch, by the way? Can you? You get one. You get what? one timeout. How long is a, is a game? So uh, the game works. You play 20 minutes of actual game time, and then at the break of the 20 minutes, it becomes snitch on pitch. So there's a 20 minute, there's a 20 minutes, and then there's a one minute break. And when you come back, everybody's back on the field and all that kind of stuff like that. And then um, the snitch is released, and the snitch is worth thirty-five points. So, what the fuck uh, is some people snitch? Are Wait, okay, well, let's finish this video, and then I want to know what the snitch is. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Because it sounds like this just took a Dr. Seuss turn here for a second. We got out of Harry Potter, and there's a snitch on the pitch. Uh, all right, so, that, yeah. so let's see you check this chick. You bam! All right, she's like she literally lost her feet. <laughs> Like, I'm sure you're laughing at this. You not love your head. Like, what What's is up? this? Look at look how she right here. She's like, oh, I've made some bad decisions. <laughs> like, yeah, you know it happens, man. Everybody gets got. It's just like every oh, sport, right? Everybody look, gets she's, got. It. She's off the ground. She's she has no no body part is touching grass right now. Ashton, you did her like that. You literally pushed her into the air. It'd be like that. Life comes at you fast, kids. Don't forget that. <laughs> uh, look, would you tell her, go eat some cheeseburgers? <laughs> Yo, like straight up. If, every, if everybody in Quidditch would eat more cheeseburgers, the game would get so much easier for me, and I would appreciate that. If you're a Quidditch player watching that, eat more cheeseburgers, please. Okay, now not only did you push her into the air, she bounced, bro. Let's, let's, I want to, I, sh- I wish I could slow-mo this. Out. All right, so there you, 
you showed her. I don't know. It looked like you pushed her titty. I'm not going to lie. I feel like you may have pushed her in the titty a I little bit. There no, is no, look, there is no, no I way. see a little. I, it looks like you pushed her titty, but you know what? I'm, I'm That's, not Matt James, man. I'm not Matt James. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but I want, I want y'all to watch. Now, right here, she's landed. Watch. She bounces. Boop, boop, <laughs> She bounced a little bit when you pushed her. Ashton, I don't this this doesn't feel okay to be pushing chicks down on the Quidditch pitch. The wasn't the I feel bad about I feel really bad about it until I look at the scoreboard and we're down like two hundred and fifty to thirty. So <laughs> somebody called nine one. So, yeah. uh, all right, so then you get all right, and then you score on that play, so you humiliate her and you you get the taste of of victory by scoring there, which you guys still lost. So a lot of good that did. Uh, all right, now now walk me through this. This seems like a very strategic play here. I feel like you know in, in soccer when you get they kick they kick the ball back, or in hockey you move the ball back to the to the well, the blue line, the midline, whatever the hell it's called. I don't know these right. sports. I feel like you're setting so, up. I, I feel like you're setting up a play here, right? Is that what this is? is yeah, there, so, so do you guys have uh, plays? Are you like are you like Steve Francis yes. coming up the court? You're like one 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 one, and then you call that play and you run it. Yeah, you have schemes and you have formations in uh and you have play schemes and formations in Quidditch and they all have different benefits and uh downsides to them. It's just about how well your players can execute them. It's just like everything else in sports, right? Like personnel uh dictates what you do. So if you got a bunch of slow people, maybe you want to play zone a little bit. If you got a bunch of people who are quick enough to be able to go out there and hit, you have a lot of people who are uh, okay with getting, who are okay with making contact. You want to be able to put them in a position to be successful, and that's where my job comes in as a coach sometimes. So I have to make decisions that are for to put people in a position to make plays. I like it. Now you can see that the team kind of collapses on you now. There, it looks like somebody just got got, and that was like the catalyst for it, right? So yeah, so that beat, the, their only beater in that situation was uh, the young lady right there. Kevin beat her, which means that's uh, we, we call it a no bludger situation. So there are no bludgers available for uh, no bludgers other than your own team's bludgers available to be thrown at you. So this is like a, a window of time where the only thing you have to do is beat chasers, and it's very difficult to get in Quidditch. Uh, especially when they're two really good teams going against each other, it's difficult to get more than like two or three seconds. So that's why it's so imperative to drive as quickly as possible, be explosive to the hoop. Now, is the is the middle hoop worth more than the side hoops? They look like they're three different heights. It is. It is not. It is a great. It's a great opportunity to posterize people. You know what I mean? Uh, that, yeah. That's just kind of that. Yeah. No, but they are all worth ten points across the board. Okay, so it doesn't matter. That's interesting. I, that I feel like one would be worth more than the other, huh? Well, you know, for some people, it's more difficult. It's not as tall as you think it is. But, yeah, they're all 10 points. They all kind of uh, – the middle hoop is actually probably one of the easier ones to score on, especially if you can shoot well. Uh, if you oh. if you have a good overarm throw – so, like, if you have a good overarm throw, uh, a lot of keepers can't jump to the top of that middle hoop and oh. cover that area. So, if you have a good throwing arm, you can actually rip it through there and without any – without the ball being contested. What's the average yeah. score? Uh, like you know, if you if you were talking football, it'd be like you know twenty one seventeen, twenty four twenty one. What's the what's the average score of a Quidditch game? Ooh man, now with the new rules, it's more like nineteen nineteen seventeen, probably like fifteen. Uh, a lot of teams win by smaller margins, especially the competitive ones. But everybody relatively stays under two hundred points, which is 20, uh, 20 goals being scored. So it, it's somewhere around that, like fifteen. 
15, 16 point range for average. So you're counting goals, but each one is worth 10. So if it's, if you go, if you go 20 to 18, that's 200 to 180. It's just like 21, 14 is really three to two. Yeah. Which is, by the way, one of the stupid complaints of like football, there's not a lot of scoring. Soccer's always two to one, really. And a 14. I saw that on TikTok. I saw that. Yeah. Stupid asses. Uh, by the way, Alan Denson had to bail. He said, got to go. Time to get Catherine's Quidditch stick ready for her birthday. Uh, happy, happy birthday to Catherine. Uh, Alan Denson, thanks for hanging out. Appreciate you. Tell Catherine that uh, myself and the Decade community wish her a happy birthday. Appreciate you guys. Uh, dude, this was this was dope, man. I learned so much. I've always seen you train. I mean, I follow you on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that shit. I'm always watching the training videos. You put a lot of time and dedication into this, man. And I mean, it's fun and it's you and I can joke about it, but uh, I it's you have way more dedication and uh, you've put in way more than most people understand and realize. And I think if folks knew how dedicated you were to this sport, they would uh, have a greater appreciation, not just for you as an athlete, but for the sport itself. I'm holding it down for the fat guys out there. A lot of people think that because you're fat, you can't be athletic. But um, I try to be the uh, I try to be the exception to the general rule, man. And I work hard. Uh, Uh I'm a larger person overall. Quidditch actually helped me lose almost 100 pounds uh, because I was at a pretty yeah. It's uh, some it's a reason that I get up and run sprints on a regular basis. It's a reason that I choose to eat vegetables a little more than i would like to you know what i mean uh i drink a little bit i drink a little bit less whiskey i smoke few, a little fewer amount of cigars uh because i want to try and be good at quidditch so uh yeah it's uh it's a lot of fun and even if you don't play it's a lot of fun to go watch uh we'll be playing this summer for major league quidditch and uh for the league city Legends. so if you are a person that's interested in checking that out uh definitely follow the league city legends on instagram facebook and uh twitter and stuff like that follow major league quidditch and you can get access to um, or get event updates for where we're going to play. And they're actually going to be in Houston. It's not going to be in League City, Texas. The games will be in Houston this year. I'm trying to get Buffalo Bayou Park um, uh, as one of the locations because it's right down the, it's right in the middle of downtown. So, yeah. Oh, shit. Chris Reyes said, yeah. damn, I could listen to this dude for another hour. Yeah, dude, It's that, this is why I love these kinds of, of uh, uh, sh- shows, man. It's uh, By the way, what is why are you doing that, Potch? What is that, Fat Boys? What is that? Is it a hashtag fat life? I'm kidding. He did shout out fat boys. I don't understand what that was. He did broke boys sports, but I don't know why he was shouting out fat boys. That's that's not nice. CC wants to know, are there fights? That's a, that's a good question. Are there, are there fights? Uh, There have been, I've seen a fair share of Quidditch fights. I've seen an entire franchise get removed from major league Quidditch because it had to been the Southern racist people. I guarantee it was not. By the way, they are not racist. They are not racist. Their name is just eerily reminiscent of a very racist website. Uh, (laughs) No, but they, uh, there was a situation that happened in Boise, Idaho, uh, a couple of years ago and they actually like scrubbed they tried to scrub the video from the internet, but we all saw it. Uh, We actually, we played our match and then, I was looking, I was trying to watch the other games and they were like, yo, the Boise team is playing right now. It was their first match. It was their first series ever in, in Major League Quidditch and they got canceled immediately. The, they had some situation where a ref saw a player tackle another player way too hard. He went over, he pulled the guy off of the person. I think it was a woman at the time or something like that. Uh, I think it was a woman in that situation. The ref gets into the guy's face. This dude used to play for Boise State football. He's like one of the great, like one of the really good athletes, and they got into it. And I was like, oh. that's a dumb, that's a dumb way. Anyway, um, yeah. 
Yeah, that's one of the fights I've seen. I've seen fights and practices, too. Um, when you get dunked on, it's not fun. And some people take it a little bit more personally, especially if the person who dunks on you is not somebody you like. So, uh, and the, Are there rivalries? I mean, are there are there personal rivalries and team rivalries? For sure. No, there, there, are, there are players who uh, used to play at the same co- – they used to play college quidditch together. They went off and played for different club teams at the at the next level, and they kind of – you know, there's friendly rivalries. Like, there are people that push each other to be better. Uh, some people, you know, they didn't have a great relationship with their college team, so they went somewhere else specifically to get away from their own college teammates. I think a lot of people can relate to that, trying to get away from the people that you were uh, – that you yeah. used to go to school with. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of that going on. Uh, I think every uh, – when it comes to quidditch, there's a lot of beef between Austin and Boston. Uh, They're the two best consistent programs that uh, exist within Quidditch. So the Austin Outlaws during the summer when they're playing Major League Quidditch, but they're called Texas Cavalry during uh, USQ, the regular season that we're in right now during the school year. And the Boston Forge is the MLQ team that plays against them. And they've played each other for, I think, I want to say like six championships on different different platforms and stuff. So, yeah. So, um, Queen B CC said, "Can we bring alcohol to the matches?" That was, of course, that's obviously uh, question number one for the deckheads. If we come out first, to watch, can we bring alcohol? Let's. First of all, um, everybody, lean in, lean in real quick. If I don't see it, I can't say no. Oh, um, gotcha. Like gotcha. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? don't, you're not going to encourage it, but if you're not going to discourage. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, are you? Uh, is, is, she wants to do a deckhead outing, and Flip said, "Where are the majority of the games played? What park?" Uh, so, Major League Quidditch season is coming up here pretty soon. It does, uh, we're tryouts are coming up in April, and then after that, we'll have. Uh, I actually get to pick what park it is. So, if you have a park suggestion, let me nice. know. Uh, I was, yeah. So I. Uh, so are you like the, are you like the mayor of Quidditch Town in this city now? Are you the head guy? I am in charge of the League City Legends for this upcoming season. I'm not the mayor of Let's or the leader of anything. Congratulations, man! <laughs> Appreciate That's it, badass, man. dude. A lot That's, of work. Uh, a lot of work coming up. So yeah. That's good outstanding. Times, times, like- yeah. I'm, I'm feeling Buffalo Bayou Park. I don't know if you guys are, are uh, big fans of that, but it's in the middle of downtown uh-huh. and it's right in the heart of the city. And there's one that's the one thing that the League City Legends have kind of struggled with in years past. They've had stuff in League City and the League City community has been very welcoming. But I feel like we're in the third. I, I live in the third largest city and somebody wrote Memorial Park in the in the chat. That's yeah. actually where we practice at the Houston Cosmos, my club team. And I feel like Houston is the third largest city and a lot of people don't know that our team exists. And I would love to um, I would love to uh, bring Quidditch to Houston and majorly Quidditch to Houston. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, two, two, two more things. One, are the brooms regulation? Like if I went down to like Dick Sporting Goods and was like, hey, I want to get a Quidditch broom and I know they don't sell them there, but I'm just saying <laughs> Like where, yeah, do, you, so where, all where the, do you get equipment yeah. and, and is it all regulation length and, and whatnot? So yeah, there are within the rule book, there are links and links and heights for everything, uh, especially for um, the, the adults to play. They have a, actually a kiddage book, which is like kid quidditch where cool. they don't make contact. I mean, you got to start them young. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you yeah. want an elite beater, you got to start them out the womb, just like gymnastics. So uh, anyway, that, that, that kind of situation goes on. But yeah, they, they do have regulation sizes for brooms. Every broom that you see at a tournament, at an official tournament is the same length and the same size. They used to allow you to put grip tape on it, which helps it stay in between your thighs or whatever uh-huh. but they removed that rule so uh now you gotta you know you gotta work on that thigh strength a little bit you know? interesting 
Uh, yeah. Okay, two more questions, and I'm going to let you go. we got to wrap the show up. Number one, cool, cool. Um, do you think Quidditch will ever be an Olympic sport? So we've actually um, – well, first, Quidditch was almost on uh, ESP and the Ocho. But because nice. our name is Quidditch, but uh, Quidditch because our name is Quidditch or whatever right now, uh, you know Warner Brothers want that right, money. Right, uh, they right. want that sweet, sweet merchandising money. But yeah, so, um, I would. I think it's. I think it's very feasible. I think it's very possible. A lot of people would say, um, if we just took the World Cup tournament and we had it at the Olympics, I think a lot of people will watch because. Uh, every con- almost every major every major country and even some minor countries are re- really represented. Uh, if you want to, like the the power rankings are kind of like number one is Team USA by like a long shot. The only team that's really competitive with them is Australia, and then after that it's like France, England, um, the Germans sometimes. But yeah, it's it's a lot of uh, and and of course you only get together every two years to play the World Cup. But I think it could be an Olympic sport. I for sure feel like it would be an Olympic sport, especially now that they're doing that thing where they're expanding it out. Like break dancing is going right. to be in the Summer Olympics that are coming up here pretty soon, and right. I feel like that's a perfect opportunity to take advantage of the Olympics modernizing itself. So I love it. All right, last. So I went to a um, SaberCats game when I was still with ESPN. They asked me to nice. make an appearance. I went there. I made the appearance, got the full fan experience. And one of the things that they do when you show up is just because, you know, they know, they realize that a, not, a lot of people don't understand the sport is they'll have a little pamphlet for you that explains the rules right. and what you're looking at. Do you guys do that? If a bunch of deckheads show up to watch, is there something that they can use? Maybe there's a website they can go to that kind of explains what they're looking at. Not long form, but something short and sweet that you can look right. at and understand. Yeah, so uh, usquidditch.org, usquidditch is the governing body of uh, the United States Quidditch uh, Federation, basically. They have a how-to and what you're looking at little sheet that you can actually download, and it's uh, and our team actually carries it around. It's like a... Um, it's like yeah, a, a laminated sheet of... Yeah, it's a laminated sheet of paper, and it is less than... Uh, it's single-sided, and it's an 8 by 11 sheet of paper, and it Perfect. explains all the positions, how the scoring goes... Uh, and you can definitely check it out on the usquidditch.org website to get a better understanding of it. I will also point out that US Quidditch and Major League Quidditch have YouTube accounts. If you want to just like watch the sport more, uh, yeah. definitely check it out there. They stream live on Twitch as well. So yeah. Very cool, dude. This was outstanding, Ashley. Thank you so much, man. One more time, plug the plug the podcast for me. Uh, I'm the host of the Broke Boy Sports Podcast. You can kind of see it there uh, in the background. That uh, This is a piece made by my friend Dan Casas, who I used to work with. It's got all the things that are important to me at the bottom. There's a cigar. There's a microphone headset. Uh, there's Quinn Troops right here. And then it says uh, Broke Boy Sports Podcast right above it. Elite is like an inside joke for uh, my girlfriend and I made. That was pretty funny. Uh, and she made that overdramatic poster. And then, of course, if you want to check out all my Funko Pops on a regular basis, they're okay. all black superheroes who were very important to me. Uh, definitely check out the show. I record. I have a study hall session on Tuesday where I just sit around and I do my research for the podcast on the Twitch stream, or just nice. try and learn about current events on the Twitch stream. And then Fridays, uh, Fridays around six or five PM or whatever, I go live. And uh, if you hop in the chat, you ask a question, uh, I answer. If you drop a hot take, I respond to that as well. Uh, I've got stories. Each part of my show is a segment. I have best of the best, worst of the worst, the best thing I saw in sports this week, worst thing I saw in sports this week. Uh, we've got a segment called About a Week Ago, where we talk about the viciousness of the 24-hour news cycle, where we talk about a story that broke last week and how it's changed this week kind of deal, um, and, and all the fun stuff like that. We talk nice. about sports, and we try to make it a fun way. We try to make it fun. I'm trying to be big time like you, Barry. 
Oh, stop it. You you stop that right now. First of all, not big time. Second of all, you're way more likable than me. You got this. Hey, man, I appreciate you, Ashton. I appreciate you, appreciate you for having me on, Barry. I really do, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, dude, this was outstanding. You guys, as Ashton G. Lewis, please go follow Broke Boy Sports, uh, Broke Boy Podcast. What is the, where do we do the shout out? Do we do the shout out, Matt? Can you do it one more time for me? Uh, yeah, we'll get the shout out. Ashton, buddy, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. No doubt. All right, that is Ashton G. Lewis, and that is another edition of Barry on Sports. Man, thank you guys so much for hanging out. I appreciate you. Shout out to my guys, Odd Takes. Thank you for the raid. Very much appreciate that. Thank you to my guest, Ashton Jean Lewis, for joining me talking quiz. Jared Taylor, thank you for the 10 bitties. By the way, I missed uh, I missed Sean's nine bits. Sean, thank you for the nine bits as well, man. Uh, much love to you guys. Thank you so much, Flip. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Sean's a great interview. Thank you, man. Uh, there we go. Broke Boy Sports. There's the shout out. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you, Donna. Thank you to the mods. Thank you to the deckheads. Happy birthday to Kathy Denson. I'm out. I will see you guys tomorrow. It's three-hour Thursday, so don't forget it. Dr. Trey! Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. I'll see you guys tomorrow. As always, before I see you tomorrow, do me three favors. Would you please? I know you will. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See you tomorrow.